Andrew Lopez, you've previously told us the story of how Zion Williamson got you a job at ESPN. How does the story of your transition into the Victor Wembanyama beat compare? Well, uh, at least I had a job this time, so it was less <laughs> stressful. Um, it wasn't, oh, I don't know who's going to hire me, and then Zion drops into New Orleans's lap, and everything goes right with with ESPN after that. This one was more of a, all right, hey, let's see what happens. And obviously, there was a, a number of markets that Victor could have gone to um, where some places we had people, some places we don't. And it was not not soon after that I, I got a phone call asking me if I would be interested in moving to San Antonio, which came at a very weird time because I was also planning on getting married in September. And now it was, hey, get married and then move. Wow. <laughs> so I highly recommend trying to do all of that in a three-week span to anybody out there. It's official now. Zion, Wemby, you are the expert when it comes to young NBA phenoms and that beat at ESPN. You're like Wendy and LeBron. You've got your own niche. This is great. Yeah, I, I, I hope I didn't have to like move to multiple cities at first uh, when it started, but I'll, I'll do that. I get a little Orlando Apollo coverage in when I can as well. Hey, if, if they want to keep moving me to whatever the number one pick is, I, I, I don't know if my wife will be happy with the continuous moving, but I mean... It's fun to watch guys at the start of everything. I think it's it's watching him learn the NBA, watching him have these first every other night where it's the first time playing LeBron, it's the first time playing Rudy Gobert, it's his Frenchman, fellow Frenchman, it's his first time against the Clippers. I, I, all of that has been very, very fun to watch. All right, let's get into the hard journalism here, Andrew. Number one, est-ce que tu parles français? And number two, tell me what you've learned about breakfast tacos in San Antonio. I, uh, je m'appelle Andrew. That is that is about it uh, for right now. All four years of French that I took in high school and college is very much failing me right now. Um, but I will say, one, breakfast tacos are everywhere. But the fact that you can get brisket breakfast tacos... Don't plan on lunch. Just get your breakfast tacos, get your brisket tacos, and then just take a nap until 2 o'clock. Just, just don't plan on doing anything after is what I've learned. Victor Wembanyama's rookie campaign has been about as good as anyone could have hoped. The once-in-a-generation talent that LeBron James dubbed a basketball alien has looked the part through his first 22 games. And with him and his Spurs team facing the Lakers for the second time in a couple days tonight on ESPN, we figured it was time to check in on his progress. So Andrew Lopez, ESPN's resident young basketball phenom reporter, joins the show to tell us what he's seen from Victor on and off the court. I'm Clinton Yates, kiddos. It's Friday, December 15th. This is ESPN Daily. Delicious meat, nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Trust me, I've been eating them like there's no tomorrow all week. 
Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you, like me, are on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries, whatever it may be. Well, the good news is not only are Wonderful Pistachios a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snack game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. All right, Andrew, let's start right here. We've all seen the pre-draft highlight reels, the crazy summer league moments, and it really is amazing just how much potential Victor Wembanyama has already displayed this early in the season. But what's it been like to see him on the court night after night so far this campaign? You know what's funny? There's about three to four times a night that I can just guarantee that I'm going to just cackle at what he is doing on the floor. And inside again, Victor just towering over the defense. What, what can you do as a defender? Wembenyama's got three blocks already. Andrew Wiggins threw everything he could at Wembenyama. Couldn't shake him. Down low, Victor knows what to do as he throws it. Down. He just doesn't make sense. Whether it's a block, whether it's how he makes a shot, whether he's going up and around the rim from the other side. Comes back out to Victor. D-motors in the lane. Scoop shot. Oh, oh, Bobby. <laughs> whether he's Euroing from just inside the arc. Uh, there was, I think, a poster on Shingoon from Monday night where his back foot is like on the bottom circle of the free throw line when he takes off. Victor rolling to the bucket. The three-point alley-oop where, you know, he's behind the three-point line when Trey Jones throws the alley-oop. That was a preseason moment. I've made this comparison before, but... In baseball, they say, look, you can go to a game and there's something, there's a chance you could see something that's never happened before, whether it's how a play is scored or, or, or just a weird quirk. I feel that way when I watch Victor play basketball, that he could just do something that it just makes your mind go, what, huh? And, and for me so far, that's the three to four times a game. I just start laughing because I don't know what else to do to describe what this kid is doing. Is there any one moment one play that made you realize just how special and unique of a player he was based on not your reaction, but perhaps his opponents. Well, the Thomas Bryant dunk is always the funniest so far. That was again in preseason where Thomas Bryant kind of turns to his bench and goes like, well, I don't know what to do. How do you stop that? Rocketing down the lane and into <laughs> Jack hammers it in. Whoa. He's showing us everything. But the play to me that I think even his teammates were like, well, what, what just happened is the block against Jabari Smith Jr. in the first Houston game, the first time they played them in the regular season. Jabari Smith Jr., who was many thought was going to be the number one pick last year or, or two years ago and ends up the third pick in Houston, is going down the lane and it looks like he's just about to hammer a dunk. 
the possession so far. Devin trying to make it happen and cannot. Vicks turned around when Jabari catches the ball, but he's able to turn around, block it with one hand. He falls all the way back into the goal. Jabari gets it back up, tries to, oh, I can, you know, rise up, boom, quick dunk. And Victor comes back and blocks it with the other hand. Smith. In a game that San Antonio ends up winning. So that was one of the moments that just like, oh, he's he's already special on that side of the floor. I, I've never seen that before. There was another player earlier this year. He caught an alley-oop out of Jeremy Sohan's hands. Like his teammate. Wow. Like he just grabbed it and boop. I'm going to dunk it instead. Sohan got in there and messed that up. Now he gives it up to Vassell. There is again. Oh, Big enough to get to that one. Victor dunking on his own teammates. It's it's just a few of those. Like it's just a few every game that you're like, oh yeah, now I get it. This all makes sense. Overall, it's no secret though that things have been bleak this year for the <laughs> yeah. Spurs. They're off to their yeah. worst start ever so far into a season. They've been stuck in the longest losing streak, frankly, in franchise history. They got the worst record in the Western Conference. Do you think any of that has kind of diminished the hype? Not yet, because I think they still knew this was coming. And we, we've talked to Victor about this. And it's all been, hey, look, we know we're going to be better down the line. You have to go through this. Yeah, Victor said as much in a post-game press conference earlier this season. It's not easy, but uh, we know we don't have a choice. Uh, keep going, keep grinding. And the good thing is nobody doubts that in the long run, we're going to be the, the winners, you know. I mean, LeBron started terrible. I mean, Jordan's first year with the Bulls was not fantastic. Like, this is, this is still par for the course for a number one overall pick going to a team who was bad enough to deserve the number one pick, even in the lottery system. Right. So it's been that way here. And everybody in San Antonio, they're still learning to win. It's still young pieces. I mean, Keldon Johnson at 24 is the longest tenured spur with the franchise at five years. And he said, we, we understand what, what's happening, but there's no other group that I'd rather do this with than these guys, than this group. Everybody around them, they understand, look, this is, this is going to be built around Victor and what, what works. And we're going to get the wins. The wins are going to come. It just sucks right now. Personally to him, looking over his stats, they're insane for a rookie in this league, Andrew. Wembenyama is averaging <laughs> just a shade under 19 points, more than 10.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, a steal, and nearly three blocks per game and he's been shooting around 43% from the floor and hitting about a quarter of his threes. Give me one word to describe his abilities and please continue after that, sir. Finding one word is hard because he doesn't make sense. That, that's what it is to me. Because you, you look at everything that he's able to do and it's, man, a guy that size just shouldn't be able to do that. He, he shouldn't be able to move like that. He shouldn't be able to, to, to float like that, to jump like that, to do all of these things. And it's just kind of mind-blowing that he can still do all of this stuff at 19. Man, I've watched him have... I mean, that game against Phoenix 
on November 2nd, they have a 27-point lead, and that disappears in a quarter and a half. And you're like, all right, well, here comes Kevin Durant. The Suns are going to sun, and the Spurs are going to spur. And Vic just decided, nah. And inside again, Victor just towering over the defense. What can you do as a defender? Collins calling for the ball. Spin move inside on the baseline. Back to Wendy upstairs. Victor throws it down. Timeout, son. Oh, there he is. And there it is. Up top, Victor throws it down. I think it was his fifth career NBA game. I mean, you don't see that from <laughs> kids his age. He has, He's the youngest guy ever uh, with a 20-20, 20-point, uh, 20-rebound game, and he did that in game 20 of his of his young career. Down low, Victor knows what to do as he throws it down. Uh, Victor's got a 20-20 game. Youngest player in NBA history. The only other teenager to do it, I think, was Dwight. And Dwight did it in his second season, early in his second season, when he was like, you know, uh, 20 days shy of turning 20. So I, I enjoy every night getting a chance to watch him play basketball. It, it's just, it's a very fun experience to write about, and I'm sure from the fans' perspective as well. What does a guy like him do, and what does his presence mean for his teammates? In general, it's a lot of added attention. Uh, I mean, we're here every day now, right? So yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not the only ones. There's a a contingent of French media who is here every day now, and they travel as well. I mean, you you probably had times last year where you know the San Antonio Express News was probably the only outlet covering them on road games. Now we have five, six, seven people traveling at times uh, to watch his road games. So you know, more eyeballs are now on Devin Vassell, on Jeremy Sohan, on. Trey Jones on Zach Collins. There's there's more eyeballs coming in from everywhere, which I think has has kind of showed itself a little bit in the losing streak where they couldn't really hide as much, <laughs> um, maybe as they did before and, and kind of flying under the radar. Right now, it's it's hard to do that with so much attention. And at the same time, they all see how much better he can make them. I mean, obviously, when his shot starts falling a little bit more, uh, you know, he's going to draw a lot of attention and that's going to create open shots for a lot of his teammates. Sometimes I think they also forget. Pop has even joked about that at times, that sometimes his team forgets that Victor's 7'4", and he has this very large wingspan. Just throw it up sometimes. Good things will happen more often than not. So they are still learning, I think, how to play with him, and, and he's trying to learn everybody else as well. I'm sure the presence of the French media has helped Greg Popovich and his wine collection. Of course, he's the head coach. <laughs> but speaking of Pop, I mean... Having this once-in-a-generation talent fall under the tutelage of a legend like him, one of, if not the greatest coach in NBA history, felt like destiny in a way. How has that relationship grown from what you've seen? Pop has learned through his many, many years in the league. You have to let a talent like Victor Mignogna just spread his wings and just try to just do what do what you do, Victor Mignogna, and then we'll figure everything else out. And I remember back in media day, he's he's like, is he a small forward? Is he a power forward? Is he a center? And he's like, we don't know. He's like, we're going to find out. We're going to use a bunch of different things to figure that out. You got Victor a little bit of time at the five. How do you think he fared yeah. today? He was fine. I mean, he's going to he's going to play both positions. He's, uh, you know, it depends a lot on, you know, matchups, scouting reports, who we're playing, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, he's 
obviously a, a gifted player who is very humbly trying to find his place. We have to make sure that we blend that with everything else that we have. And there's been a bunch of different lineup combinations. He's been the four mostly. Now he's kind of starting at the five the last couple of games. But one thing Victor does, I don't know if it's unique to him in terms of nobody else in the NBA does it, but for 30 to 45 minutes after every practice, after every shoot around, he's getting extra work in. He's getting extra shots up. He's getting work on his post touches. And you'll see Pop come over and give him just one or two things and he picks it up right away. And I think Pop realizes, look, he is as unique of a talent as there is in the NBA. And it's it's our job to just figure out what's the best fits around him. So let's let's try these experimental lineups. Let's try Jeremy Sohan at the point uh, for 20 games and see what it, how it works. Let's see how he looks next to his center. Let's see how he looks at the five. Let's put the ball in his hands to start plays. It keeps him going as, you know, he's won all this. I mean, you don't think he would want to go through another rebuild, but he's having fun, uh, you know, coaching this, this very, very unique talent that is Victor Wembanyama. Coming up, we take a look at how the NBA is responding to Victor Wembanyama. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you people wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first one or for your fashionista mom who likes to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate with them both. You can shop by price anywhere from $25 and under to, say, $100 and below. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or even pre-wrapped gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home some huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, let me tell you a quick story. 
I was covering the World Series. I was in Arizona. I happened to be staying at the same place the Spurs were staying, and I was determined to get a look at Victor Wembanyama outside of the context of a basketball court just to see him wandering, if you will, amongst us regular people. It didn't happen. I was very upset about that. But the reason I bring that up is because LeBron James was one of the guys we heard from last year that was just completely floored by Wemby's combination of size and skills. You know, everybody, you know, we're labeling like this unicorn thing. Everybody's been a unicorn over the last few years, but he's more like like an alien. Um, I've never seen, no one has ever seen anyone um, as tall as he is, but as fluid and as graceful he is out on the floor. Now, LeBron didn't get his firsthand experience on Wednesday night, missing the Spurs-Lakers game with a back injury, but we did see the first of what should be many battles between Wemby and Anthony Davis. Now, the Lakers won 122-119, to 119, but I don't care about that. After the game, AD gave Wemby his flowers. He showed up tonight. I think he had 30. Um, it's two big threes, uh, a couple of highlight plays, some tip dunks and things like that, some good blocks. But uh, he's one of them ones. You know, generational talent. Um, it was fun going to get some tonight. What have you been hearing from the guys in this league about Wemby now that he's actually arrived on the NBA scene? I go back to, I think, Paul George said this on his podcast before the game that he played them. And he's like, I, I take everything back. He's that guy. I take back everything I said. <laughs> he looked good, bro. I, Cheat and, I, and I knew he was going to be successful in the league, but I thought it was going to be tougher than what he's making it look right now. He's everything you thought he could be. And that was just from the preseason. I think even Paul, after that Clippers game, mentioned like, you know, when he closed out, I, co- I couldn't see the rim. Like I just shot the ball because I, I, I know where I'm supposed to shoot it. He's just, he tries to cloud everything. What stands out with him is like, you're used to seeing him in the paint. Like you're used to just seeing the bigs, the, the, the seven footer, seven three, like just sitting at the rim. So like, oh, okay, all right. Like I got to choose, you know, right, right. my sh- wisely when I'm going to the rim. Like with him, he's on a perimeter. Like he's dribbling in in transition. Like he's he's at the rim. He's not at the rim. Like, you know, you're always like looking to see where the hell is he at? You know what I mean? He's received nothing but praise. I think Jokic had one of the better lines, but like just just let him be. Uh, I think the media is uh, around him doesn't help him, but he's going to get used to it because uh, the guy is 19 years old. He's uh, he's going to change the game. 100% and he is already on that path so for all the guys just enjoy and watch the show and let the guy change the game the funnier thing to me is how often Victor is changing the the thought process of all of these guys that he's played you know it, it could be a Steph running to the rim and he sees him okay I'm making the extra pass Jimmy Butler did it and numerous times were shots that I, I I know he would take, and he's like, ah, all right, Victor's right there. I mean, it, it's it's crazy what an eight foot wingspan can do on the basketball court to all you know all NBA level guys. And it's funny because he keeps to himself. He's not going out and trying to be friends with everybody. We talked about it. I think it was before maybe his first time playing Rudy, who obviously Rudy Gobert has meant so much to him. It's the one guy I've actually seen him do a jersey swap with. 
so far this season. But all these guys, he's like, they're not my teammates now. I'm in the NBA. You know, I want to think like, yo, this is a guy that I've watched for 10 years. is like my idol, but I got to lock in and think, yeah, this is my, he's going to try and step on me the whole game. So I got to step, I got to lock in and I don't care. He's my idol. I got to go into them, you know. They could have been my idol. He's like, I want to take from Durant's game. I want to take from this guy's game. I want to do this, but they're all they're all the enemy now, essentially. If they're not Spurs, then I don't, you know, I can't look at them the same way. I mean, he's got that in him. I remember, I think it was a Toronto game. It was it was Toronto. He gets knocked on the floor, refuses the help up of a Raptor, like a Raptor was trying to help him up off the floor. He's like, no, I'm waiting for my teammates. Like he's he's just got that in him. And I think NBA players have have noticed just as much. His teammates certainly noticed. We were, I remember going back all the way back to Summer League. What's the first thing you notice? And it's like his physical dimensions, how big his hands are, how big his feet are. And I think NBA players realize that as well, which is why like Paul George is like, oh no, no, he is he's everything we thought he may be. I, you know, I take it all back. So it's fun watching him just chain shots. I wish there was a way to get that stat because it, it, it happens 10, 12 times a game. If he's just in the area, somebody's moving out the way. Andrew, I want to get into the impact that you've seen Wembanyama make kind of parallel to what's been happening on the court with the Spurs. How did this arrival affect the excitement level of the city and the fan base itself when it comes to San Antonio? Well, first off, I'd like to thank Marty Smith for handling that part of it during draft coverage, which meant I didn't have to get a picture of Victor shaved in the back of my head the way he did. <laughs> Mr. Joe Barber is incredibly talented, and I am dying to see what he has done now to Marty Smith's head. Show us. That makes two of us, my friend. <laughs> All right, Joe. Show me. Okay. You have to show oh. them what you've done. I've not seen it yet. Oh, what wow. is in the back of my head right now, Joe? You got a portrait of Wimbyama in the back of your head. A portrait of Victor Wimbyama in the back of my head. I understand you've also uh, made me the greatest company man in the history of ESPN, <laughs> as I have the ESPN logo as well. You've been doing this since 1992. He took one for the team on that one. Marty's got much better hair than I do. But that was just the draft. And I remember they put thousands of people in for the draft party just for them to announce that he was getting drafted. There was 13,000 people here for a scrimmage, the, the, the silver and black scrimmage to start the year, to get their very first look. There's people in the upper decks like, I, I just want to see Vic. Wow. Uh, there's murals going up. There's, it, it, I think he's even visited a couple of them. Uh, you go check out Vic's Instagram. He's, he's been around town looking at these. And for a city that this is the number one, there, there is no other big show in town. The excitement level has been through the roof. You see it every game. I just go back to having 13,000 people in for a scrimmage just to see his first game. I think so far, even, even with the losing, he has met the city's expectations. You know, when Zion landed in New Orleans, you were perfectly positioned to understand the impact he was making on that city. It's where you're from. You know it well. And so this is the second time you're witnessing firsthand the arrival of a guy who is basically an economy onto itself. How would you describe what Vic is bringing to the city of San Antonio right now as an economy, as a phenomenon, and just as a presence? I mean, you see 
Victor jerseys everywhere now. And, and this is a city who, you, obviously, there's, there's some greats who have come through here. You know, you still see your Tim Duncan jerseys. You still see your David Robinson jerseys, your Tony Parker jerseys, your Manu jerseys, all around. And it's, and it's wimby, wimby, wimby. I mean, I saw that with Z in New Orleans. Uh, Victor has embraced the city. He, he went around to the murals. He's tried his breakfast tacos. He's done his, his cowboy hat stuff. They filmed their HEB commercials, which is a huge deal around here. You good boys? One hand. Appreciate it. He just can't turn it off. He means a lot here, and it's, it's especially, like I said, for a one-team town, and they, they love their one team, and he has, he has embraced them back. And they love them some H-E-B, which is, of so course— So much. So much H-E-B. It's the local grocery chain in Texas. For those who don't know, I ain't going to hold you, but that's what that I've is. I've been told. I have been—when like, I told people, hey, I'm moving to San Antonio, at least five people, like at least the first thing they said, oh, oh, you get to shop at H-E-B now. <laughs> the first thing <laughs> this is not just oh it's like everybody like Robinson, Duncan, Mondo they all Tony they all do these they, like this is like a thing in San Antonio this is the equivalent to back when I lived in DC every player on the football team did an Eastern Motors ad and it eventually <laughs> branched out to some of the other teams too so I totally get it that means till next time homie Appreciate you. Later, guys. I'm Clinton Yates. This has been ESPN Daily. Our show is produced by Bruce Baldwin, Ashley Brown, Bradford Craig, Andrew Hahn, Alexander Hyacinth, Ryan Nantel, Mike Philbrick, Andres Soto, and Phoebe Unterman. Special thanks to Jackson Agello. We'll talk to you Monday, kiddos.